Hey guys, welcome to episode 107 of Epic Briefs Podcast. Uh, so E3 just happened, and there were a lot of great video game clips. I know there was a few that the guys here are excited about. And if you noticed, or if you're a gamer, you probably noticed that most awesome games have awesome soundtracks. And the music really makes a difference in, in the gameplay and the storytelling of the game, as well as if you're watching movies, um, you know, a good soundtrack makes a good movie. So Michael Noble is actually a composer that writes music for video games and movies. So we get a behind the scenes um, look at what that, what that process is like, uh, what goes into creating that story in the form of music, and just how that all works. And it was awesome hearing the process and just what all goes into it and I hope you guys are excited for it because it, it was a fun episode to do and he's a great guy. Um, with that said, be sure to check out Battlegrounds Games and Comics uh, in Dalton, Georgia if you're ever in town. Uh, I believe they have an online store as well but if you mention Epic Briefs Podcast you do get 15% off because they're awesome. Um, so yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. disappeared for a few minutes because right now I'm working on two short films, a feature-length movie, and now three games, Whoa. two of which have been delayed into oblivion. But one is actually releasing next week on Steam. That's exciting. So, and that's a huge yeah. gaming platform. That's a lot, too. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was surprised when they when they approached me. I was I wasn't expecting it. Stuff like that sometimes just kind of comes out of nowhere, but yeah, I was I was really excited. Um, this is going to be the first game that I've worked on that actually releases on Steam, Ooh, and okay. you know, stays, <laughs> and that I actually <laughs> want to be credited on. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's that, honestly that's like you you like definitely made it at this point if you're on a Steam game. I mean, that's <laughs> I big because like it's. A, it's a low bar, but I will grab that bar as hard as I can. No, man, Steam is huge, and people love indie games these days. Like, people yeah. love those more than they love, like, big releases. They're like, oh, yeah, I've played whatever, but check out this indie game. It's really good, and they and they support it. It's really awesome, so. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree more. I mean, it's, you have a lot more room for creativity when you're mm -hmm. not attached to a studio, yeah. no matter what industry you're in. So, yeah. so couldn't agree more. So, like, okay, we're going to rewind the tape. Jamie, give me my rewind, uh... Sound effect. <laughs> I was like, why are you looking How'd at me go? for that? <laughs> no, what are you gonna say? I didn't hear that. I, I need that a couple more times. I didn't get it. I'm gonna sample that. That's the rewind. <laughs> there we go. 
he, he's sampled. Pre- You're going to be in my next piece. Dude, dude, anytime you need mouth sound effects, I'm here. I was going to say, he's pretty good at those. <laughs> he's got some pretty interesting ones. Totally free, dude. I got you. Um, okay, so take <laughs> okay, us back. I wasn't going to pay. Take us back. <laughs> Take us back to take us back to to, to young Michael. Um, <laughs> wet behind the ears, didn't know what he wanted to do in life. Like, would you? How'd you? How'd you get into the whole music thing? Like, were you a, a fan of it as a kid? Did it? Well, have yeah. Honestly, it's it's what I've always wanted to do. I mean, when I was when I was a little little kid. Okay. I I wanted to be. You know, all the dumb little kid stuff. I wanted to be a paleontologist. Well, I guess that's not a common kid thing. That's I was really say, boring. No, um... <laughs> I was, yeah, <laughs> I was a weird kid. I was like, I want to study dinosaurs. Um, I mean, I guess that's not super but, weird. Little boys do like was, dinosaurs. Yeah, that's true. It was because I watched Jurassic Park, so I wanted to be a paleontologist. But then Dude, yeah. once I got into, um, just before middle school, I noticed the music and so I joined middle school band. Nice. And joining middle school band, I think I was in sixth grade. The guy who was the director at the time was like, "Hey, I know you're only twelve and in sixth grade, but do you want to join the the, the high school marching band? Because you're pretty good." Yeah. And I was like, "Sure." So I did that. And honestly, from there, doing what I do has kind of always been what I've wanted to do ever since I was like twelve. Wow. Um, I mean, it's taken certain different. It's taken a lot of different paths. You mm-hmm. know, I was a performer. I've been an educator. Oh, wow. I've been both. You know, yeah. and I've kind. I've kind of finally settled on what's best for me and what I'm best at. Right. But yeah, honestly, it's always been. It's always been music. You know, seeing seeing the people who are around you, doing what they love with it, really makes you realize yeah this is this is a viable option yeah i mean i'm gonna be poor but like this sounds fun (laughs) so what instrument did you play in band i was a percussionist um i was yeah i I started out playing uh just orchestral percussion in like grade school band i moved on to some orchestras but when i was in marching band you know like i played snare i marched every instrument on the drum line i was in a professional drum line for a while that was fun you don't hear of any of those ever but <laughs> not like the movie drum line i mean one that was good <laughs> um but yeah it's i got in i ended up being in some jazz bands when i was in college that was fun again just playing drum set and piano and stuff um i've played a lot of mallet instruments you know yeah you, you it's funny you actually Put up the picture of me playing marimba. That's one of my favorite instruments oh, to play. Cool. Okay, yeah, perfect. I'm a huge, huge fan of playing four mallet marimba. That's super amazing. fun. But yeah, always percussion, which is kind of what makes it weird about me writing for a full orchestra because you don't really see many percussionists write yeah. <laughs> for full orchestras. No, no one really ever expects it. Most people think that I'm like a, a cellist or something. I'm like, right. no, I just. Just learn. <laughs> so when did you start playing piano? Uh, I just, it's just self-taught. I never actually took any lessons for it. I just, just learned. You That's know, I awesome. grabbed some books, read some, learned my scales and then, you know, built some chops. I'm actually not that good of a piano player. I kind of suck, but well, it gets the job done. <laughs> piano's hard. <laughs> <laughs> In my opinion. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm used to, if when you get used to playing a four mallet, 
instrument, mm-hmm. you kind of get used to only having four <laughs> appendages. So that's kind <laughs> of how I play piano. Oh, okay. And actual piano players make fun of me because I only use like my middle finger and my thumbs. Oh, really? <laughs> and that's it. Yeah, it's really weird. It's stupid. But... Whoa, that's kind of interesting. <laughs> that though. is very interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that like puts a different. It's, re- it's really dumb. <laughs> you just, like, so I don't. That's and... why I don't play it live. <laughs> <laughs> but that'd be cool though. They're like, like, what is he doing? I don't know, but that, yeah. but, that, but that could be like you know, like a shtick. He like, plays with this. Is he plays like this really intricate piece, but like his hands have to move really fast because he only moves uses his uh, index yeah, finger and his thumbs. <laughs> Do you know what what I, I thought about when you got like? Go ahead, sorry, Mike. <laughs> Oh no! I was just gonna say, actual actual pianists don't have enough palms to smack themselves with when they see it. <laughs> I was thinking about those old school when you said you you know you play the piano like that. I was thinking about those old school Tom and Jerry cartoons when he's trying to play the piano, but Jerry keeps messing up the concert. Always <laughs> oh, loved them. Oh my god, those are amazing. <laughs> so where'd you go to like after grade school where'd you go to college and did you do like music I, there or yeah college was a it was an interesting time okay. so i went to a little private catholic college okay. in louisville that's actually why i moved to louisville i went to bellarmine university okay um they marketed it as like this harvard of the the mid-south and it was awful. Oh, no. I, I, I went I went for um, music composition and music technology. And I left having <laughs> I left college having only gotten out of it the experience of getting one of the instructors fired because oh, he was no. awful. Oh really? <laughs> oh my god. Like Are you so allowed honestly, to share that story? <laughs> what was that? Are you allowed to share that story or no? Oh yeah, I don't care. Okay, cool. <laughs> what, are, what are they gonna do? Yeah, I know. Um, well, smash your piano. It, it was kind of, it was kind of two parts. I'm not gonna use names because yeah, yeah, no yeah. names. Yeah. That's not cool. Of course, we'll okay. call him. We'll call him Jake. All right, Jake DeRose. So uh, I just thought of Jake Paul. I don't know why. <laughs> nice. um, ugh. So, so I get to college, and I got to college briefly after my first experience in a professional drum line. Okay. Which, if you've never seen one, I'll send you some videos of the one I was in. It's insane. I mean, you get the most ridiculous chops you can imagine from doing something like that. Um, and it's something that you don't see in most musicians who are in the mainstream uh, music scene. So I get to college having just had that experience. Okay. And so I get this instructor. You know, intuition there is stupid. It was 50 grand a year. What? Ooh, holy yeah. crap. Stupid. I'm telling you, it was one hell of a marketing campaign. <laughs> they got me. Did you so, have a scholarship at least? Yeah, I did. Okay, it was, it was mostly for music because I went in. My audition was I played a piece that I arranged. Oh, and wow. they were like, what? That's awesome, dude. Um, <laughs> so... So this guy, we'll call him Jake, I get into, you're required to take private lessons because okay. it's okay. part of your, part of your major, right. you know, okay. you're required to have an instrument when you're in music school, you're required to have an instrument that you specialize in and you're required to take lessons for that instrument. And so I took lessons from this dude named quote unquote Jake. <laughs> 
And I, I knew something was fishy when in like the first six months, you know, the first semester was over and I was like, I haven't learned anything, <laughs> you know, one, one lesson a week. And I would bring in all these pieces, these solos that I wanted to play. And like, you know, for my recitals, I had all these great ideas and I would play them for him and I wouldn't really get any feedback. Oh, really? It would just be him being like, yeah, that was, that was cool. Uh, try playing it faster. <laughs> Yeah, good. I was like, you know, at the time I was like new to college and I was like, oh, this man's a genius because he teach. He's a professor. Yeah, of course. Thank, thank you so much. Oh, jeez. Um, and then like after the first semester, I thought something was up. I was like, I feel like I've gotten worse. Oh, <laughs> no. So I, I went through the next semester, oh, you know, with a with an open mind. I was like, I'll give him the benefit of the, of the, of the doubt. Yeah. And towards the end of that year, he... I handed him a new solo that I really wanted to play that I already could basically play and I just had some trouble spots and I was like, yeah, I just need your help with it. And the the thing that really set me off that I was like, oh, this going doing this was a mistake. He literally said, I don't think I'm qualified to teach that to you. What? And that really yeah, that really you know, that's left a, a weird sour taste in my mouth. I was <laughs> like, that's wrong <laughs> yeah it's like that's what you should teach. i what? should we switch that doesn't you want right. here yeah. you take the mallets let me switch give me your paycheck <laughs> come here <laughs> but yeah it was yes yeah, and stuff like that just happened over and over there um wow. well so damn yeah that's... if you if you're a if you want to go to school for music a don't go to school for <laughs> performance or really, don't go to school for what you want to do. <laughs> go to school for what you need to support that <laughs> Man. career. What's, yeah. fu- what's funny is, like, I just got accepted to that school, like, last week. So I'm carried out oh. next month. Yeah. And, and, Jake is, and Jake is my advisor. No, I'm just kidding. I didn't get accepted. <laughs> oh, God, no. Jake is your advisor. <laughs> yeah. I'm just totally kidding. Um, well, geez, dude. All right. Well, the college experience. So when did you realize like all that shit was useless and you're like i'm gonna do this on my own and self-teach myself and did you switch majors in college to get something that's like you can support yourself with or did you complete college no i was i was too far in i i went to bellarmine for two years okay and after the it took it only took two years for me to realize yeah i'd rather not spend two hundred thousand dollars to put my career on hold right yeah for four years you know what i mean no of course and as soon as as soon as i left things just took off oh wow you know so it really it really goes to show and it's probably it's just the environment i mean i know Mm -hmm. a lot of there are a lot of really great schools it was just a poor choice but it's one of those things you really have to be careful depending on what you're wanting to do you really have to be careful on which college environment you you put yourself into and how you actually approach being in there, you know, and really think about from the start, whether or not going is the right step for your career. Yeah. Cause I think honestly, focusing on my career first would have been a good idea. And then later on go just for the giggles, right? you know, (laughs) but exactly like, yeah, it just depends. 
on the context of the situation, but also the guy slept with a student during the oh, the school year. But that's another. Oh my god. That's a yeah. <laughs> he was well, an interesting guy. Oh if nothing god. else, you got great stories. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, that's that's the that's the best thing. I get to tell this stuff to like everyone I meet. Like, there was this guy. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I look at bad situations. Right? I'm like, well, got a good story. Yeah. And like. <laughs> It yeah, seems... you get to talk about the people. <laughs> it seemed like you had to take like a lot of chances. Though, was your support system pretty solid? Like your family and stuff like that, or? Uh, no, I paid for my college. No, I mean like, well, <laughs> well, that, well, that's too. Like, not financially <laughs> yeah. supportive. Well, like you know, like no, emotionally. I know, I was kidding. Uh, no, I was kidding. Okay. No, actually, it's when you're <laughs> oh my god when you're when you're part of oh, when you're a creative person whether you're, you know whether you're a painter or you're a graphic designer or you're a musician right. you know your parents are not going to understand it they're going to say oh that's so sweet honey you're so good gonna go right they're not going to the really they're not going to understand it until they see your first until they see a paycheck yeah. and they're like where'd you get that right. how are you getting paid that's what true. are you doing are you selling drugs? <laughs> you know? <laughs> so it's funny because, like, when I was younger and I would write stuff, I would just write really, really crappy, like, MIDI songs. Okay. Um, and I would show it to my parents and stuff. And they would just be like, oh, that's cool, son. Did you put in that application to Kmart yet? <laughs> <laughs> you know? They're, they're, it's oh, just no. like, yeah, I really, I support your your career choice. Yeah. I support it but have a backup plan, <laughs> you know, hard. and that's kind of the deal with like most people's parents. Like they're always, yeah. they're going to be supportive of course, but right. they're not going to understand until they actually see where you go. That's and right. it's only been in the past like couple years that they've really realized they're like, Holy crap, we could, you know, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> it's happening. And like, do you have yeah, any the su support was good. Oh. Just not. You know. Did you have any like brothers and sisters you had to com compete with or you're like only child? No, I have I have two sisters okay. and two stepbrothers. Oh, nice. um, okay. But none of us do the same thing, so really no. Because <laughs> like, yeah. you know how parents do the whole like, well, your brother's doing this, whatever. They're really successful. Yeah, why well, <laughs> don't you do that too? Just just talk to him about advice. Like, no, no thanks. But, um, no, no, I didn't. I didn't really have to deal with that. Okay, um, that's good. We all, we all, what we all do is so different from each other that there was no real comparison. Okay, got it. Only support for each other. That's you know? awesome. That's Don't definitely fall. hopeful. So after like, how how'd you get into, um, becoming like I guess a teacher or an instructor? Well, that came from just getting out of high school. Oh, that my, early. Oh wow. Ins my ins yeah, my instructor. Well, the the band director from the high school that I graduated from, he asked me to come back that next year. Okay. Cool. And help them out. And so that was really the start of it. That's awesome. And it was something I had been interesting, interested in. Like I said, my I always knew that I wanted a career in music. I just didn't know the path I wanted to take. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the first, the first, uh, the first path was education. Okay. Yeah. And so when he offered me that job, I was like, hell yeah, that's what I want to do. Right. And I really liked it because I got to work with like kids that I graduated with, or I graduated from that high school, so I knew the students. You know, and these these people who used to be my friends now became my students. And it was a really <laughs> cool ex experience. And I was like, it's like, do that right or you're going to run. Um, <laughs> but but it, it was really, really, it was 
it was fun. So I started teaching at this school in Louisville, which actually I got that job because someone else that I was taught by in high school <laughs> worked there. Oh, and he, okay. he wanted to he wanted to quit. So he, he, he yeah he brought which is which is bad which Red is flag. a bad sign to begin with. So jeez, this is a this is a whole different story. This dude was you think you think you know someone, but so I get this job at this other school, and I basically take over his job as the director of percussion for this high school band. Okay, which it was the biggest. I mean, it was the biggest school that I've worked with. It was huge. Um, and it was one, it's one of the best music programs in the, this entire state, you know, and really most, for the most part, the tri-state area, it's fantastic. It was fun to be a part of, mm -hmm. but it just got ruined working there and working in such a big program and meeting, you know, a majority of the education of a majority of the educators within like a hundred mile radius Yeah, made me realize how unfair the education program, especially for the arts, is to the students. Right. You know, yeah. most of the most of the educators you meet are not worried. They they couldn't give two shits less oh, about no. their students' education. Oh, that sucks, man. It's all about their reputation, which is what I really learned, and that's really what drove me away from it. Right. Yeah. It's because you know. Teaching, I tried to be really creative with the way I taught. You know, when I started working at that school, the students literally told me that they, they learned more in the first six months with me than they did with four years with the previous wow. teacher. That and that was just because I didn't care about them winning medals. Right. You know, I wanted them to get a good education. Yeah, of course. Man. Right. I thought that sounded reasonable. <laughs> but apparently the rest of the education you know system that's not how they think they just they want they want medals and rewards and a good reputation and that really drove me away from it and made me kind of rethink i was like ah, this isn't what i want to do so i switched i i left that after a couple years and i ended up teaching privately okay cool which i still do from time to time but I don't do it full time like I used to. But teaching teaching privately is a totally different monster. Is it really? Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. It, it it was miles better. And when I get out to to Arizona, I'm definitely gonna try to get it. You know, I'm definitely gonna try to pick that back up. Yeah, I think that's a nice way of staying within what you love yeah. and getting something out of it, like financially yeah. to support yourself, obviously. Yeah, and and plus it's just it's a good way to you know get involved with the community. Oh yeah, it really helped. Really helped me meet a lot of people here, and you know, make make some big differences. No, that's true. Pretty, yeah, yeah. Pretty, but yeah, teaching. If you want to be an educator, more advice. <laughs> Teach privately. And, yeah, and then like in like a not selfish way, you kind of get to network too, I guess, a little bit maybe. You know. Yeah, but it's people. for the benefit of other people. You know. Yeah, and because every time you take on a new student, it's mostly because you see potential in them. Right. You know, and it's not just because their parents want them to win a medal. Right, of course. You know. Yeah, no, definitely. Yeah, yeah completely so. agree. So when did you get into, like, um, like after college, what did you – what was your mind state after that? Like, what do I do now? What did you have stuff going on? What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, first thing, I mean, obviously get a side gig. Right. You know, so, like, 
I bartended. That was fun. Okay. Starbucks, cool. the typical, typical like aspiring artist Starbucks job <laughs> is a great is a great route to go. Yeah. <laughs> but but no, from from after college, after I was done teaching, you know, I started get, getting more and more offers for writing, and really it just took off immediately after that. So. So, like, when you got the offers, did you, like, have to put yourself out there? Or did people just know you from performing in in college? Or how did you, well, like, some of, some of the work is from people that I used to work with, okay. you know, before college. Okay. Because when I was younger, I would do – there's a lot of stuff that I will never be credited for because I've had – I've really <laughs> asked for my name to be removed from quite a few things. <laughs> but so oh, no. some of the people that I work with are in Canada – you know, with like a local news show and okay. stuff like that. So those people, anytime they hear of a production going on in Canada, they always throw my name in the hat, which is great. So a lot of the offers that I get are from up there. But really the way that I've gotten most of my work has been from just sent, doing the really annoying thing and just sending my portfolio to people. Oh, yeah. You know, okay. you, see a, you see a project that you're interested in, and I always try to do my research, make sure that they don't have someone hired yet. Right. And if they if if they don't, I I just attach my portfolio and a couple of things that I've recently worked on, and I send it to them. And I'm like, hey, really interested. Most most soundtracks cost like two hundred grand. I can do it for like five hundred. Oh whoa! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know. Wow. So it it's it's a it's a good mix. Some of the stuff I'm working on now has is it's a mixture of things that I've been approached for, and things that I've applied for. So it's Got a pretty it. it's a pretty good half and half mix. So like to see to do your research, or like to see who's hiring at the time. Do you have to be like in the know, or does like public information? Hopefully, it's public information. If it's not, <laughs> yeah. sometimes I'll know someone that knows someone that's involved, right. and I'll ask them if they can find out. Okay. But most of the time, it's just public knowledge. I mean, people people are really good about crediting who's involved, like on on either their you can usually find their information obviously on their websites right. where they're posting mm -hmm. the project, or if they have like a crowdfunding page, oh, right. you yeah. can usually find people's information on there, like right. who's credited. So, and yeah. like take us into the world of like creating a <clears throat> solid portfolio for something like that like how do you know oh. what's going to be the thing to do you like change it for every project like a resume yes. or how do you do that i am not the person to ask for that because my <laughs> i i personally think okay. my portfolio is awful and outdated oh, do you <laughs> because oh. i've only got i've got i think four pieces posted from the past two years and my other work on there is like four years old okay you know, it, like I, you've if you've listened to my most recent work and you go back and listen to my first the first album that I have posted on my website, yeah, they are vastly vastly different. <laughs> um, I hate my old work. <laughs> Do you really? Yeah, yeah. Which is kind of a normal thing, but like yeah. I despise some of my older work, and. So when I send people my portfolio, I always send it in the mindset of, oh, this is going to really boot me out of the project. <laughs> but that's why I tend to I tend to send them my website, and then I have a little, like, ever-growing Dropbox or uh, Google Drive folder oh, yeah, that, yeah. I ten that I tend to attach as well. And I'm like, here's my old outdated portfolio, and now, he now listen to that, 
<laughs> and I'll listen to how much I've improved. Oh, uh, yeah, that's actually a pretty yeah. good approach, though. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. So that's, I think, what has really landed me a lot of my gigs. Um, and, uh, and a couple of the newer works that I have on my website. Like, Odyssey has... Odyssey got me the job with the game that I'm working on that's releasing this Friday. It's funny you I say mean, that, because that, that's, like, one of my favorites that I listen to on your website. That's... Thanks, man. That's yeah. that's one of my favorite things I've ever made. It was a beast to create. <laughs> it was. I feel like it took be, almost I, two years to write that. I feel like now'd be a good time to actually play it, right? That'd be kind of cool. Go for it. All right, sweet. This is uh, Odyssey by Michael Noble. Check it out. I feel like a radio DJ. This is awesome. <laughs> Epic briefs two point five. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Jeez.
literally any of it, but I have to say that was really amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. It was, that's, like I said, the thing took almost, it took almost two years to completely finish. But there's a really weird story behind, well, it's not weird, it's pretty, pretty common, but the fact that it's actually finished is kind of weird. Um, that piece originally, I told you I, I like to attach my recent work to my applications for projects. Um, what I also like to do is offer to write samples okay. for them. Yeah. So I'll, I'll usually try to write two, like two original pieces just for the audition um, so that people can really get to know whether or not I'm right for the direction and stuff like that, if I can match the tone without even getting any directions. Okay. You know, and sometimes yeah. I'll do it without even asking, and I'll just send that to them. I'll be like, hey, so I also wrote this just with the information that's public, and so that usually helps secure stuff too. Nice. So this piece was actually my audition for a game that I ended up not getting the job for. Oh, what? Seriously? Yeah. Okay. It, 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 was, it would have been the biggest like the absolute biggest budget I would have ever had. I mean, the budget, the total budget for the game was around a million. Whoa. And the budget that I would have been given would have been around 45,000. Holy crap, dude. Yeah. Now, I I don't know if I can really name it yet because it's not out. That's not out yet. But, yeah. But it's been announced, but, again, Could I guess and you tell me if it is or not? I mean, yeah, but you probably not, you probably haven't heard of it. Is it Anthem? No, oh, <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I wish. No, it's it, it's it was kind of a kind of a No Man's Sky clone, except it would have actually worked. Okay, um, on the release. Oh, nice. Oh, right. Okay, sweet. Yeah, because No Man's Sky was a huge disappointment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh it was God. kind of the same thing, except it had a oh, a more <clears throat> a more involved approach with the universe. It was the same concept. You explore the universe. But you actually, you're kind of like a god in a way. Oh, cool. You're basically like such an advanced civilization that you can go around and like seed planets with life. That's really cool. In a spaceship and stuff. I got like so a, this was, what was that? I was going to cut you off. I was going to say, I got like a really, uh, like a Destiny vibe from that song yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And this was, this was my uh, audition for it. And it didn't really resonate with them oh. which is which is cool i mean yeah. everyone's got their own vision of course but so and it it sucks because this piece was actually it was the same length when i sent it to them so it, i sent them like i wrote them over the course of a month because they asked me to do this right yeah. you know so i sent them a, a like a 10 minute long audition piece which yeah. was which was odyssey okay and it it didn't really work for them which is which is cool yeah but it sucked because i was like man this would have been i would have been done for like a year you know (laughs) (laughs) like this would be my only focus that is for a long time but that blows my mind that you can just be done (laughs) for a year with one piece i mean a lot goes into it obviously not like one piece of me but that's crazy well i mean not that not that piece i mean working on that game would be my only focus for right right yeah but like So it's it, it kind of sucked, and I almost deleted that track because usually when something gets turned down, I'm just like, okay, and then there's no point in keeping it. But something about it just stuck out to me. I was like, it just 
it's just good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not usually one to like listen to my work and say, man, that's awesome. But like <laughs> no, when I finished it and I hit play and listened to it start to finish completely done for the first time, I was like, man, that's good. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> and so yeah. I, I kept it around and I tweaked it here and there and I did a few rewrites. Um, you know, a lot of the a lot of the mellophone solos that you hear, a lot of the brass solos that you hear in that piece are I had those written differently and I scrapped it and just improvised them. Oh wow. Okay. So same with some of the string solos that you hear towards the end. So I kind of kept it and I just polished it over the course of about two years. And finally one day I was like, you know what, I'm going to release this. I've got a couple, couple personal projects that I've, you know, kept for a while that are from gigs that I didn't really get. Okay. Yeah. Or gigs that have been canceled. Right. You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, you know, I'm going to release this and see what people think. And as soon as I posted it, I had offers coming in. I was like, ha, take that. <laughs> I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> so how do you get in the headspace to like write something like that for the different types of projects that you're, you know, auditioning uh, for? I don't know if there's really, it's hard to describe what like the mindset is, but there's kind of a concept when it, ah, sorry, my cat is blowing <laughs> at my chair. Hello, buddy. Um, his name's Sterling. Oh, nice. Such an so, awful name for a cat. Sterling, like I know. Archer? He, yeah, he, and he acts just like him. He's a total a-hole. I was going to say, so um, he's a dick? Yeah. So when it comes to writing music, you know, I'm not just a musician. I'm a storyteller. You know, so that's kind of the mindset you go into. Well, at least that I do. Yeah. I really think that a lot of composers have kind of gotten lazy in this aspect. You know, I mean, there's a lot of people who just kind of write stock music and hand it in and are like, yeah, this will work because it works with anything. Oh, wow. You know, so I try to not only retell the story in the music, but I try to portray kind of an addition to the story. You know, I'm not just trying to duplicate the script with audio. I'm trying to actually tell an underlying motive behind the story in the music. It's hard it's a hard concept to explain, but I don't approach it from a what sounds good with this footage mindset like most people do. I approach it with a okay, how do I pot- portray this world in sound, you know, without using like actual actual natural sounds how do i use instruments and electronics to give the tone of this world you know yeah so like i'm writing for this movie right now called marauder it's this post-apocalyptic sci-fi action film um and it's being uh filmed literally you know 2000 meters up in the swiss alps you know every other shot you see uh wide shot of you know these huge snowy peaks in the background while people are fighting and you know my my thought wasn't oh how can i make this as epic as possible you know my thought was how do i capture this huge scale while also sounding beautiful you know the swiss alps are really it's a gorgeous setting Mm -hmm. so i have you know I, i was thinking how can i make this how can i tell the story about this 
gorgeous landscape that has you know this conflict going on inside of it you know what i mean so it's a really weird mindset you know you might want to take a few hits after listening to that (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah it's it's all about storytelling there's no real mindset going into a certain project it's all about you know when they give you the script when they give you the footage you're trying to not just retell the story but also add to the story with the music so that's kind of my goal and my thought process yeah so like it's one thing you know like you're in band you're playing the instruments like how did and you, then you, you know you taught and all that stuff like how do you go from just like being in band playing instruments and doing those types of things to like wanting to you know create these stories <clears throat> through music and and work with you know them being in games and movies and such like how do you make that transition when did that happen uh, well it's Obviously, it happened almost immediately after I stopped teaching. After a small amount of time, you know, just working, like, regular jobs. But when I was in grade school, my friends and I... (laughs) Eventually, I'm going to post them, because they're really really bad. But my friends and I used to make short films. Oh, nice. Yeah, in high school. We... Our first... We made... We didn't even... We didn't have any experience or anything at all. We made this little short film about a little scientist that was like a zombie and this team of investigators had to go figure out, you know, what was wrong with this doctor and they all get eaten by him. And and so we wanted to post it, but I was, we were somehow, we were smart enough at the time to know that we can't use, you know, we were like 14, but we still knew we were like, oh yeah, we can't just put music on it because we'll get sued. Of course. Even though we're like, you know, little kids. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so I I had no experience, and I had only like barely just gotten into being in band, and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, and so I wrote the music for it in a program called Finale Notepad, which I still use to this day, but you shouldn't use a a notation. It's a it's basically you know what staff paper is, right? Like blank just blank music sheets. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically that but electronic. So you can write you can compose music and it's what I still use, like I said, you can compose music on that software instead of doing it by hand, which is a huge help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you play it back, it gives you this, like, really crappy, you know, like, synthy, really bad sound, <laughs> just so you can hear what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. That's kind of cool, though. That's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's a really good tool. Yeah. But I don't, I don't use, I haven't listened to its sounds in years, because oh, it's really? just so bad. <laughs> but I use the sounds from that program to <laughs> make the soundtrack for that little, awesome. little five-minute short film. <laughs> yeah. And it turned out being actually pretty good and i was surprised and like i said i hadn't taken music theory or anything at the time okay this was my very first attempt and it sounded it kind of holds up today and i probably i'm probably gonna end up remaking it sometime that'd be cool you know with like you know actual instruments and (laughs) actual and and competence right but but at the time we were all confused and I was confused too. And I was like, I don't even know what I did. It just sounds cool. <laughs> and yeah. And so we did that and we did a few other little short films. Like we did a, an anti-bullying PSA nice. and like a little PSA on how to be a good roommate and stuff like that. <laughs> so we used to do these little short films for YouTube. 
they've all since been taken down, but eventually I'm going <laughs> re- re- to repost them just to embarrass my friends. Um, but yeah, that's kind of where it started. That's like where the seed got implanted. Mm-hmm. So when I realized what I was doing, you know, being an educator and a performer, when I realized that wasn't really working for me, that was always in the back of my mind. I was like, what have I been doing? What have I been doing wrong? What am I missing? And I was like, oh, I was really good at writing. (laughs) (laughs) You know? Yeah. So, and it's like when I took, when I finally took music theory in, in a grade school, it was a breeze, you know, when I took it in college, I basically just zoned out and tutored the other students after class <laughs> just for fun. Oh, gosh. Um, so it, and it's, I don't really know how I missed it, you know, but yeah, that's kind of how, it, how the transition happened. Cause almost immediately after I left being an educator, it just clicked. I was like, I really miss writing, you know, it's, it's fun. And I have a lot of creativity. I have a lot of creative control over it, you know, so. Yeah. Cool. That's, that's kind of, it's kind of how it happened. That's awesome. I was going to ask, like, and you can answer this in a, like, concise way if you want to, but um, how do you, like, the instrumentation as far as, like, the orchestra, do you have to, like, hire people for that? Or do you, like, have friends that are in the orchestra <clears> that you're like, hey, I have this piece I'm working on. I can pay you this much. Or like, how does that work? Because I've always wondered how so, getting that sound, you know? So they're actually, almost everything that I write is sampled. Okay. So it, almost everything that I write is technically MIDI. Nice. But okay. what I did, luckily, while I was in college, you know, while I had access to all the instruments, mm-hmm. is I sampled, I have like a 48 gigabyte folder of instrument samples. Holy crap. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which honestly isn't a whole lot. I wish I had more, <laughs> but yeah. So I've kind of got every sound that I would ever need. Wow. So everything that you're hearing is an actual orchestra. It's just, I get more control over it and I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to actually rent out yeah. an orchestra in a studio <laughs> space to record. Right. Sometimes I will though. That's you know, if there's awful. a part that I'm that I know won't sound right unless it's live, right. obviously I'll record it. Yeah. Um, but and I do, and I do have a lot of friends who will do that stuff for either free or for super cheap. Yeah. Because because awesome. <laughs> I'm broke. <laughs> right. So seriously. So uh, so yeah, it's all in all, almost everything you hear of mine is it's all sampled. That's cool. Which I know that's the yeah, blows my mind even I've further. Never, <laughs> I've like... never been never been called out on it either. Almost, I mean, when I that's when I get really lazy with it, you can tell. That's yeah. why I, that's what I hate about my old work is you can most people can't, but I can tell that it's MIDI. Okay. Because I was too lazy to use more than one sample for some of the <laughs> instrument parts. <laughs> yeah, like so it's just this. Yeah, it's like the same thing repeated over and over at the same velocity. Right. You know. Dude, but just because I was lazy and now I've I've sorted through my samples and I've refined them so much to the point where I have a different sound for every note on the scale and every velocity that I need. So Whoa. you really like it's it's hard to tell. And honestly, this isn't something that I do that's unique. I mean, most people Hans Zimmer does it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, though. yeah, almost everyone. <laughs> this is kind of how. 
music. This is kind of how soundtracks are going now, except for some reason people still require... Okay, they don't require. Yeah. But, like, take Hans Zimmer, for example. If you hire Hans Zimmer for a soundtrack, mm -hmm. he's going to charge $8 million and require a, like, two-acre studio, <laughs> you right. know? Yeah. When all he does is sit at a computer like I do. <laughs> he doesn't need all that stuff. It just looks cool. Yeah, now, exactly. You know, with today's technology. I was, so I was going to ask you, like, since you mentioned him, like, who are some of your influences as far as, like, how you, uh, you know... For you, well, like inspiration, I guess. My inspiration, I try not to, you know, replicate anyone. Of course. Because I think that's kind of lazy. But, like, yeah. the people who really, that I listen to that really drive me to keep going is people like Howard Shore, John Williams. If I had to, if I had to peg my sound mm -hmm. to, you know, what I resemble, I would hopefully try to pick those two guys. Okay, cool. Like, Honestly, in my opinion, those two are the best. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then, like, some some of the other smaller composers, you know, like, Jeremy Soule is one of my favorite people. I grew up playing the Elder Scrolls. Nice. So, I mean, his, his music is some of the most memorable music ever, you know. It really is. Uh, Martin O'Donnell, I mean... When you when you hear the word Halo, you hear that long flowing chorus when you open up the screen. You don't think about hardly anything else, you know. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah. So that's you know people like that. Um, I'm actually not a fan of Hans Zimmer. I've got a really unpopular opinion about him. Okay, but... <laughs> no, that's fair. I mean, that's different, which is which is good because like. Whenever you ask people about, like, who's your favorite movie, they just go to him automatically. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. which, uh, uh, yeah, uh, come on. Come, <laughs> yeah. come on, Han. Yeah. I mean, uh, and he's great. He's really great. I just, yeah, like, like you yeah. said, sometimes he, they sound the same. You know what I mean? So, yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad you, uh, I'm glad you get that. Because mm -hmm. yeah, Han Zimmer, I hope he's listening. He's not, but I hope he is. <laughs> he's I love you, Han Zimmer, but I'm going to make fun of you anyway. <laughs> we all love so, you, Han Zimmer. <laughs> yeah, but I'm going to make fun of you anyway. So, Ah, it's just people like that. His music, I want to say it sounds like stock music, mm -hmm. but he's so good. Like, Hans Zimmer is to composition as Kevin Hart is to comedy. <laughs> right. Like, yeah. no one denies that he's fantastic and he's a blast to work with and listen to. Yeah. But he's not nearly the best at no, all. No, right. You're sorry. But he's, the problem is he's so good. And he has such a, such a effective, such an effective formula mm -hmm. that when the world copied him, he didn't change. You right. know, that's kind of the, yeah, that's, that's something that I really want to avoid. If you listen to all of my recent work, all of it, for the most part, I mean, you can tell it sounds the same because I use sort of the same mixing template, mm -hmm. but structurally and tonally and melody wise, it's all fairly unique yeah of course mm -hmm. people and I'm, I'm not just talking about Hans Zimmer I'm talking about a lot of people now like Danny Elfman and Brian Taylor and stuff like that oh Danny Elfman. they <laughs> Danny Elfman, he's good but he's another yeah. he's another person who's kind of lumped into this group yeah. who's who's so good and they know what works that they just do the same thing over and over you know right. yeah you can take the soundtrack to Inception and you can put it in Taken, and it works just fine. That's and true. that's kind of a problem to me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, when when Marauder releases, I don't want 
people to be able to take it and put it over a music video and it work. <laughs> you know no, what I mean? Yeah, that's what you mean. Like, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of just a bad direction. When when stock music companies, when your music is now basically free stock music, you need to kind of change it up. You need to figure out a new sound. You know, at least change the way you structure your pieces, change what instruments you use, you know, right. at the very least. But, yeah, it's just, uh, Hans Zimmer. <laughs> Love you. Uh, come on. So like, what, You're too good to be lazy. He really is, though. Yeah, he is really, he is really yeah. good, seriously. But, um, because some movies wouldn't be what they are without his instrumentation. Right, yeah. I mean, yeah. What's, what's your, um... What's your organization like? Like when you start a project, like I could <laughs> say you have all, you have all of these instruments sampled. I would, I would imagine you have like a gazillion project templates that you probably just reach. Yeah. From. Um, oh, one day I really eventually, I would love to like start a YouTube channel and like live stream some of my uh, like 12 cool. hour marathons of composing. I just don't know if anyone would actually watch that crap. <laughs> um, Dude, they, but, probably, they probably would. And you can even start like a Patreon from them. Like, hey, you want to see what I do? I, uh, you know, I, I'm really thinking about it. I, I always thought that would be kind of fun for any, any like really, it, really people who are as nerdy as me kind of yeah. are like, I'm interested in how this works. And like yeah. it'll mostly be it'll mostly be twelve hours of me just getting frustrated and yelling at the uh, <laughs> at my plugins for not working, which would be like entertaining in, in in its own way, I'm sure. So yeah, people yeah, totally subscribe yeah, to people, that. But no, my organization is the lack thereof. Oh right. Which oh, man. yeah, it's I don't really stick to a formula that works for me. The only That's thing good. that I that I do the same every time is I write best at nighttime and that's my only organizational sense oh, really? at all. Yeah, I'm a nighttime yeah. person too for like almost everything. Yeah. I don't know I don't know why it is. It it just works. Um but yeah, I write best at nighttime and I use for the most part the same mixing template and the same kind of reverb for every almost all of my pieces. And you can kind of hear how most of my work sounds like it was in the same room. Okay. You know. Yeah. But other than that, I just kind of wing it, you know. I'll I'll actually I will compose. I will write out a lot of what I want on screen by hand first. Yeah. And then I'll put it into Finale Notepad and I'll you know write it and I'll tweak everything that I want, you know. But no, honestly, I don't really stick to a template, you know. I just go for it. Every project is unique, so you shouldn't really, you shouldn't just stick with a formula. I right. don't think. Dude, I feel like. Plus it's I feel like Finale Notepad should like sponsor you now. You just mentioned them twice. I know, right? <laughs> brought to you, brought to you by Finale Notepad, yeah. twenty fourteen. I haven't updated in six years. <laughs> oh yeah, come on, man. Sponsor Michael. Come on, dude. Give oh, but I'm not. But, but don't pay for it because it's actually not that good of a program. <laughs> Say that. I'm not saying pirate. You know, that's you bad. You ruined it. Oh, <laughs> so uh, take us take us into these projects you've been working on like recently. I know you, you did one for a movie recently, and I know you really can't speak on the games, but what was yeah, that? Yeah, well, like? I can I can speak on a, on a few of them. Okay. Um. Well, first of all, I get to work with a really wide variety of people. I get to work with both 
extremes of directing styles for movies at least because i'm working with two directors right now cool alex alexander stalder who's the guy in switzerland who's directing marauder the feature length uh sci-fi action movie nice it's starship troopers and predator had a baby and it was raised by alien dude i love all three <laughs> and then, like and then like neglected and just beaten <laughs> so uh, got dark so <laughs> there's him and then there's jordan parrott who's directing the short films that i'm working with he's okay. the one based in los angeles um so alex stalder well first of all jordan parrott is the kind of guy who you know everything is methodical he has everything planned years ahead of time he writes the script and he storyboards everything he knows. He's a lot. He reminds me a lot of Ridley Scott. Okay. In a way, yeah. the way the way he works and the way he plans out his work is so methodical and so so tedious, but in the best possible way. Yeah. And it's great because when he hands me scripts and wants me to write for him, he knows exactly what he wants to hear, which is great for me. Of course. And he actually knows what he's talking about. Yeah. So he, you know, it's it's. It's a great way for me to, you know, instantly know the tone that I'm going for, and we can work back and forth and really get the sound that we want. Yeah, definitely. Really easy. And then there's Alex Stalder, who is just chaos. <laughs> and, like nothing is planned. He just kind of wings it. Like he'll he'll write in like a Facebook chat group of like basically what the story is going to be next time they film, and then they just go do it. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which works in its own way. It's like the two best extremes of directing because he does it well. Yeah. You know, and that's kind of the difference between people like, uh, I'm just going to assume like James Nguyen didn't really know what he was doing when he made Birdemic. <laughs> I'm just going to assume that he kind of winged it. No pun intended. Um, but no, Alex Stalder, like he doesn't really plan too far ahead. He plans basically the week before filming. <laughs> And then he just goes for it, that you know, and then he pieces like... the story together. And... But it works in the best possible way in yeah. in that you're not – he's not tied down to a certain idea. He's always open to new ideas. And so he's not he's not the type to finish up a production and say, man, I wish I could have done this mm -hmm. because odds are he definitely freaking did it. Right, yeah. That's <laughs> you know, it, so it, they both work so well. But, yeah, Jordan Parrott sends me – He's he's working on two short films, Jordan Parrott. Okay. I can't really I can't really talk about one because it's not scheduled to even be kind of disclosed until around around November, December. Got it. Okay. Um but it it's a noir crime cool. comedy. Oh, I love you know. noir. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah, it's like it's like in the 70s and the the soundtrack is it's a really smooth guitar jazz cool. you know Johnny Greenwood kind of feel. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's really fun. Yeah. It's a stark contrast to what I usually write. And <laughs> I mean, for once, it's actually something you can listen to casually if you're not into <laughs> film scores, um, <laughs> which is like way different from what I usually do. Right. So there's yeah. that, and then there's another one which I think I told you all about, a wasteland tale, which yeah. is basically. Book of Eli, but with a female lead. Cool. You know, which I'm super excited for. I, I am. I'm more excited about a wasteland tale than I am that I have been for really any 
film that I've worked with, and it's just a short film. But unfortunately, they've both been delayed, so Wasteland Tell will probably be wrapping up later next year. Um, but yeah, so that's them. The feature film I'm working on is called Marauder. Like I said, yeah. it's a sci-fi action movie up in the snowy peaks of the Swiss Alps. It's set uh, shortly after the uh, Third World War, you know, advanced technology, but we got knocked down because of because of the war. Nice. Okay. Yeah. It's funny. And then Wasteland. That's one of Jamie's favorite. Yeah, that's the one I like the most. <laughs> yeah, I I cannot wait for that. The soundtrack for that is weird and i love it <laughs> jamie <laughs> using a lot weird. of weird yeah Ma- a lot of mandolin out of tune mandolin and stuff like that actually, which that actually i sampled only i think i ended up with nine different samples but i only used seven of them okay but yeah so that's something i've never really used before i'm trying to go for kind of a a western eastern feel it's yeah. really again it's weird um but then there's the games that i'm working on which two of them are vr games and they're kind of in development hell right now oh, really? where the writer the writers are just kind of they're changing the story so much mm. that most of production has been kind of put on hold until next year oh okay so okay. yeah so unfortunately we're not gonna be hearing a lot of news <laughs> from that but a lot of the soundtracks for that is done but i just can't release it yet <clears throat> and then this is actually something that I can newly talk about that I'm super excited for. It's called Artificer. And it's coming out next week in early access on Steam. And it's basically you play as this magician. It's based in a world where magic and science kind of coexist. Oh, cool. You know? Sounds awesome. Yeah. And it's ba- obviously it's in the future. You know, you're, you're in a spaceship and you're studying planets, and you crash on this planet called Alcor. <laughs> and you you just have, you survive. Again, it, it also has kind of a No Man no man's Sky feeling, except it, it sucks that that's now kind of a description. <laughs> but, so the world is kind of, it's procedurally generated, but there's an actual story to go along with, which everyone will find out after early access when it comes out of that. Okay, cool. But, but yeah, it's it's one. It's the most unique setting that I've ever written for, and I think the soundtrack really conveys that too. That you're in this this ancient, advanced world because there's this like there's this race of advanced aliens that died off, you know, mm-hmm. thousands of years before you got there. Yeah. That's kind of cool. So there's advanced sense, and there's also a, primor- a primordial sense. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's a wild planet, but it's also advanced. So that's something I really tried to. With as far as the soundtrack for that goes, I'm really using a lot of a lot of African, a lot of African percussion, um, very mm-hmm. arrhythmic, not tied down to a key, or a tempo. Right. You know, okay. but also on top of that. There's electronics and, you know, some orchestral p- parts that are actually, that are attached to keys and mm-hmm. tempos. Whoa. So you have this kind of conflict of, yeah. conflict of tones and it really, That's awesome. it's kind of, it's pretty unique, especially for an indie game. I mean, I don't, yeah. it's really hard to make something memorable for something so low budget, but yeah, yeah, yeah. that's 
what I'm working on right now. That's bad. So, that's dope. That sounds really cool. So like, with these games, with these games and stuff like that, like a totally selfish question. Like, do you get to play any demos? Because <laughs> you make the music oh my for God, them. Yeah. Okay, you do. Oh wait, sweet. Yeah, Artifice, Artificer is. Oh God, it's so fun. Really? I've I've I just got the most recent build two days ago, okay. and I've already got like fourteen hours on it. <laughs> wow. Okay. It's, yeah. It's oh my God. It's more, so fun. Are you more of like you a just, PC just, gamer? What was that? Are you more of like a PC gamer? I'm guessing since Steam is like a big, a big thing. Honestly, no. You're not okay. Because I use a, I use a Mac, so oh, right. not really. Okay, got <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty much garbage for anything. So I actually play. A, I actually I have an Xbox One, so that's really what I. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a tool. But... No, dude, that's cool. Like I'm not a PC gamer either. I all console, and I have a Mac. Yeah, also. we both Macs. <laughs> hey, people make fun of us. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh. Man, but but no, the Mac. Luckily, I try not to write for things that I can't get my hands on. Okay. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. I don't think that's really fair to the yeah. to the developers if they want me to work with them, and I'm like, yeah, but I I can't play it. Of course. You know, I don't really know how it feels personally to, you know, yeah. hear it in games. So right. I don't mm-hmm. think that's fair for me to do that. So eventually, I will get a PC so I can <laughs> you know broaden my market. Yeah. But <laughs> but, but no, Arda, I can't wait. For Artificer to come out next week, I hope. I think people are gonna really like it. It's, oh. and is that on the console too or no? Do you know? No, it's just Mac and PC. Oh, Mac. And At PC. least for now. Okay. Oh, cool. I don't know what their plans are, but that's freaking be awesome. pretty cool. Heck yeah, man! I'm excited <laughs> about these games. What? Yeah, I, yeah. I'll try to. I'll try to. Maybe I'll try to get you all some keys. Maybe we can oh, do a giveaway or something. I know. I'm. I'm gonna try and do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. But I mean, hey, if you all want a couple, I'll see. Heck yeah! And then if you ever want to play on Xbox One, we should totally get on Xbox One, play something. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <Jack Tord. laughs> Everyone add me. The MN music. Oh, that's what it is. Cool. Okay, sweet. Yep. We, we have you. I haven't, like... been on, I haven't been on in a while because I'm really busy, but I'll get on eventually. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I totally get that. We have you like an hour and five minutes. I haven't even felt the time mm-hmm. because we've been asking questions. It's question. been an hour already. God, yeah. I ramble so much. I'm sorry. You all need to shut me up. <laughs> no, it's been good. No, what's funny is like I have a lot more questions, but I know like you need to go, which kind of sucks. And shit. I'm, I mean, I'm good if you all are. If yeah. you're not tired, I keep going. You can cut out whatever's boring. I mean. <laughs> Like, I know I, I kind of go on about topics for a little bit too long. No, but... no, that's perfect. How much more time do we have? Like at least 20 minutes or so? Yeah? Okay. We can go for like yeah. another 20 if you're okay with that. Yeah, that's cool with me, man. Okay, sweet. Um, The other question mm-hmm. I had. Join like, us. Like what's your, can you, are you allowed to like personally allowed to share like what kind of software you use for your setup to like make these things or you don't want to let, let the oh, yeah. secrets out? <laughs> I all? love Okay. I, no, I love telling people what I use. I mean, no one's gonna get their hands on my samples right, for right. a long time until I'm done writing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When I, whenever, when I make a few million on a project, I, I want to retire, <laughs> <laughs> right? Because yeah, I'm not gonna be like Hans Zimmer, who will take anything for a paycheck. <laughs> you know, I want to earn a paycheck and live on that. Oh, that's <laughs> you know, throwing more so Hans Zimmer that, shade on me. <laughs> when that when that happens, I'm gonna release my samples. Cool. As a big library and let people play around with it. I'll probably release it for free just because I want people to, you know, be creative. Yeah. Like, not while I'm in the market. <laughs> um, right, seriously. So, shit, was the case in point, what was the question? Oh, I'm sorry. It was like, what kind of software do you use and, like, what kind of, oh, like, hardware right. do you use? <laughs> Duh. This is what I was talking about. I just rambled. Um, 
No, I use, again, Finale Notepad. Yeah, I cool. still use the 2014 version. Terrible. Sponsor me, give me free things, Finale. <laughs> but should. people don't don't pay for it. It's not that good. Um, <laughs> don't down. I'm just saying, don't down, don't download it illegally. Just uh, don't use it. Whatever. Um, <laughs> so <laughs> I'm gonna get sued. Um, so then I use. I really only use three programs for the most part. Sometimes I use more, but I use Finale. I use Audacity still when I want to do some quick editing. Cool. You know, it ha- they have their noise reduction is really good. So I don't, sometimes yeah. I get too lazy to EQ the noise out of an, a recording. So sometimes I'll just throw it into Audacity and be like, yeah, there you go. Done it automatically. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, <clears throat> but the main program that I use for recording and that I use all my sample libraries in is just Logic Pro 10. Oh, it's, cool. Okay. It, it, yeah, it's, it's a stock program made by Apple. Yeah. And honestly, I've I've gone through a lot of different software. I've gone through PreSonus Studio One Two. I've gone I've gone through that. I've gone through Pro Tools. You know, gone through Ableton. None of them are as good for me, at least for what I'm doing. And it's really surprising. Yeah. But. Logic is the best by far out of all of them. It's just so versatile. Mm-hmm. Everything you need to do is so simple. Right. To yeah. that's huge to do. To yeah, it's something. yeah, it's great. Soft. Uh, but yeah, as far as software, Logic Pro Ten, I use for my electronics. I use Air Expand Two. Okay. Which I don't know what that is. is just a cheap. It, it's just a cheap electronics plugin. Okay. That you can download. It works with any kind of music software. And then if you look up Contact by Native Instruments, really any anything by Native Instruments will work really good for you all Sweet. or for anyone who's wanting to get into it. Right. But I use Contact for they have a lot of really good stock sounds. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'll beef up some of my parts with some of their stock sounds. Cool. You know, and I'll put it really low, but yeah. Dude, that's awesome. Really simple setup. I mean, you don't need much else. Case in point, you. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's... It's 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 one of those things that just depends on how you utilize the tools you've got. Right. Yeah. That's true. You know? Do you ever... Like most of the things that I've written should cost upwards of, you know, ten to a hundred grand, and holy. God. I mean, it only costs a thousand. That you know, is... for a two-hour-long orchestral soundtrack. Yeah. Yeah. It's it it really really cuts down the price. That is <laughs> so it's good for everyone. Right. <laughs> no, right. Do you ever like run into a thing where people are, who are working on a project are like, well, we're, we're using Pro Tools, and you're like, well, I use Logic. Like, do you ever have that thing that you can run into? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like it's how, like the classic Xbox versus PlayStation debate. Yeah. How do you work yeah. around that? Like, tell them you use Compo- something else. Oh, yeah. I'm just like, oh, I'm not using that. <laughs> you say that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, no, that sucks. That's hilarious. Oh, my really God. Yeah. I mean, when you, when you know. Like, like I said, I've used all those programs, and I've tried mm-hmm. to do the same thing that I do with Logic with those programs, and Logic just does it best. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. At least for me. Of right. Because you know. it's probably so if more you, based. If you, if you want a yeah. less, if you want a less, a a product of less quality, I'll use it. But if you want, yeah. if you want a good quality product, no, I'm not going to use that. <laughs> yeah, and like that's kind of how so. I feel with like video things too. Like people have like you have to use um. Uh, 
what's the thing? Avid. They love Avid. Avid is like their yeah. thing. Yeah. And it's so archaic at this point because like people right. use it, but you have to especially be especially trained to do that because it's not like an yeah. easy thing to get. Yeah, I mean, you know, yeah. so. The thing with Logic, like, I mean, Logic is a more advanced version of GarageBand. Okay. You know? Yeah. Literally, which Gar- GarageBand is just a free program that comes with Macs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So literally everyone who calls themselves a musician and has a Mac uses GarageBand to like put loops into, you know, they, they, they'll take their, the stock loops and, you know, make a little song. Right. Like, yeah, (laughs) if you learn, if you learn to do that, you know, you're halfway to learning logic, which I started out when I first got a Mac, I didn't know, what logic was okay. so i was using all these other programs and i kept going back to GarageBand for their their plugin library okay you know and the way it was laid out it was yeah. so simple i was mm-hmm. like yeah this is better than the freaking hundred dollar program i just bought dude yeah like and it's free and so then i found out about logic i was like they have a better version <laughs> yes take my three hundred dollars yeah it's probably also based on like just how your your like what's your how your mind works and like what mm-hmm is more appealing to you like visually and like yeah. you know how you yeah. create just, things so it's just yeah. like a preference thing no of course because if you're more i mean just like xbox versus playstation like they do the same things yeah basically oh. right, right right but like yeah. if you know like just like we we have both here <laughs> and like when you started using the xbox again i was like i don't like it but i mean that's cool that it works well with like what you're doing um you know it sounds like a good a good what is it called? Like, what do you call it? Like program? a program? Yeah, yeah, like a platform to work on. I'm like software program. Yeah, yeah. Word am I supposed to use? Good, good stick. Yeah, good stick. Yeah, there you go. So, okay, so when someone's like, we use this, you gotta use this. You're like, no, nah, I'm not using that. I'm using this thing. Like, is there like a lot of pushback on that? Do they or? have a preference? Of what you no, use? yeah, usually, usually there's not a preference at all. Usually people don't know what the hell they're doing. <laughs> oh, you know, yeah. like, like when make you, me music. When, you, when a director approaches you for a, for a composition gig, they don't know how it's done <laughs> for the most part. Yeah. So they, that's why they're coming to you. But if they yeah. do have a preference, if they do have their own programs that they use, you know, for like consistency with their composers, I'll almost always be like, no, no, just download GarageBand. It's in, I can send you, <laughs> I can send you my files and it'll work in GarageBand. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's free it, it's funny you say that because like i feel like people who are like stuck in their ways in the industry like they don't take that seriously but you can have some like amazing stuff like you do and then like well this person uses industry standards so i'm gonna go with them and that's so stupid I yeah think. you know what yeah I mean? I think it's so ridiculous. there is that's the problem that's one problem i have about it being an industry you mm-hmm. know is that there shouldn't really be a standard the standard should be be good <laughs> of yeah. course you know yeah. the standard should be to not suck right and do the same thing over and over and over yeah that's like true. someone else we talked about earlier <laughs> you Danny know elfman no, Danny elfman. yeah he's, he, a, he's, he's good yeah but but yeah i there shouldn't be industry standards you know if if someone figures out how to be good doing something a certain way then that's you know that's unique to them. Right. You know, yeah. I agree. So it's, it's really cool that someone who's, you know, uh, in, into it and definitely like on the come up, like you are with stuff is like trying to help create that new 
I guess for lack of a better word, new standard of not having yeah, a standard. I'm, you know what I mean? <laughs> I really, I would love to. Hopefully, I mean, I would love to pick up a lot more and actually be more well known. Not for the the fame of it, but just because I want to kind of alter the way people think about not just film scoring but music in general. Right. I want to. Yeah. Oh, who? Hello, alarm clock. <laughs> Hello. Apparently, I'm supposed to wake up at 1.20 in the afternoon. <laughs> okay. Um, Goals. Right? So, so, anyway, I, I, would lo- I would love to kind of redefine, you know, you see it a lot in the game industry. There is, people talk about the game industry and then the gaming community, you know, and the gaming community is responsible for some of the best productions ever. You know, yeah. like a lot of the indie games you see now are miles better than a lot of the industry games we're getting now. Oh, yeah. And I really want to kind of, I would love to help create a separation and kind of a movement of, you know, let's get rid of the idea of music being an industry. You right. know, and let's yeah. bring it back into being a community where we all kind of, we help each other and we bounce ideas off each other and we know, you know, not to just do what works, right? You know, yeah. Not just have a formula to get a paycheck, you know what I mean? And right, let's actually right. be creative. So I think that would be, that's kind of my goal with it, I guess. Yeah, I think that's um, like really important too that it's you're being creative because music adds so much to anything that you're watching or mm-hmm. playing or yeah, sure. like it just has so much more that it adds to yeah. it. So it needs to be creative. And different. Right. Like, even dumb stuff, like, and I'm laughing because I just thought of this. Do you watch Family Guy, Michael? <laughs> I used to. Okay, this is, like, this one song that um, oh my God. Paul Simon does about Why? Peter Griffin. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you have to bring And it's up? so good. But, like, oh er, like every time I play it, it gets stuck in Jamie's it's head. It's so bad. <laughs> it's so catchy, though. <laughs> Like he totally ruined Paul Simon for me. <laughs> but but that is really Paul Simon singing that. I know, okay. and it ruined like every other song. But anyway, the point of me saying that is like you know that added so much more to that dumb episode of Family Guy. Like <laughs> right. I hear the song and I'm like, oh my god, I want to watch the episode now. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. you know you know I'm gonna go watch that immediately. Oh, you totally song. should. Oh my gosh. <laughs> uh. I'm probably gonna hate myself for it, but I'm also gonna love myself for it. You're gonna be like, yeah, I should listen to Jamie. She's I, right. Thank you. Stupid. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, but um, <laughs> so we have about like, like twelve more minutes. Is there anything you want to like uh, touch on while we still have a few minutes of just discussion time? Ah, uh, whatever, just whatever you all want. I'm just anything at all. Anything hanging out, want. man. Um, let's see, I'm trying to think. I don't know if there's anything else you all want to know about, kind of the, like the process of going back and forth between the directors of projects and the end product. Yeah, maybe. that thing, like, do you... Sorry, go ahead, Jamie, you have no, a question. Are you sure? Yeah. Just ask it, go ahead, it's okay. I'll ask my Go ahead. Well, yeah. I was just going to say, like, how do you keep yourself... Um, I mean, I know you said you're not super organized, but, like, like, in the mindset of writing for these different projects, like, making sure that you're keeping them separate, I guess, in your mind when you're creating them? Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. Well... That usually comes from trying to have a unique approach to each project. You know, I don't really, for example, I keep going back to Hans Zimmer, but Hans Zimmer <laughs> writes all of his music in D minor. Oh Literally every single, I have, oh God, if you look at all of his sheet music, 
it's almost all in D. So that's his fave. Every huh? single one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of why it all sounds the same. Yeah. None of it's really unique. None of it stands out except for like Pirates of the Caribbean. Which you know? is awesome. Yeah, which is amazing. <laughs> but again, not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. Is it safe to say that Hans ever liked that D? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> so <laughs> he like he likes the D. Yeah, he does so, like the D. The so D major. I, he likes the D I major. don't I don't generally write this is another thing that I do that's really weird, is I don't generally write in a key signature at all. Okay. I mean, I'll have, a, I'll have what's called a focal point uh-huh. where my pieces will revolve around a certain note mm-hmm. or a certain set of notes, but I generally don't stick with a key. Part of that is because I suck at modulating into other keys. <laughs> so I had to, I had to figure out a, a workaround. And I was like, what if I just don't have a key and I can just, I have the entire, the entire board, Yeah. you know? Yes, sir. Yeah, yeah. So I think the, the way I have a unique approach to every project I do and the way they all sound different and unique is because I don't write everything in the same freaking key right. and at the yeah. same tempo and with the same instruments. Right. So it's all just about, you know, what you put into each project. So to like, yeah. do you like plan out what you're going to work on? Or is it like, oh, I'm in the mood to work on this tonight and I'm going to work on this? Uh, it it kind of depends on deadlines. You know, like mm-hmm. I've, I've been putting a lot of time. Now that the other two short films and the other two games are delayed, I have a lot more time to work on the, the uh, Marauder. Mm-hmm. So I've been t- putting in tons of hours on that but really it depends on deadlines so like this game is being released on friday so i'm really going through and i'm finishing up the sound design and stuff and which that's another thing i do is sound engineering and foley work but so i'm finishing up the sound design for it and making sure that there's no like wrong chords or wrong any wrong notes in the music fixing some of the electronics and stuff so i'm spending the next you know from Basically, from like last Monday till next Friday, just up until the hour of release, I'm just that is you know, insane. Polishing, Holy yeah. Christ. And then immediately after that, I'm going back to the movie because they're filming another like 30 minutes of the film. Oh wow! So that means I've got another 30 minutes of music and sound design to do. Wow. Okay. So yeah, it's it's just it's nonstop. <laughs> There's yeah. no real like. Again, it goes back to organization. There's no real organization. It's just. Whatever you need to do at the time. If you right. see something that needs to be done, you do it and then move on. <laughs> That's actually really interesting. I was listening to an interview with an artist. His name is Bryce Fine, and they're talking to him about how he writes songs. And he was like kind of similar, like how you said you approach your project in a way, but not really, because he writes like lyrics. But he's like, I right. just kind of feel it as it comes to me. Like I could write four lines of one thing and move on to right. the next one. Like you don't write the whole song and force it in the moment because you're just looking to fill up. A pad, right? Words, yeah, you, know you can't so. you can't force stuff like that. Which yeah. that's a funny thing. Speaking of like forcing writing, there's a weird there's a thing that most directors of projects do, whether it's for a game or for a movie. Mm-hmm. And when you when you get first brought on board, what they inevitably ask you to do is, hey, so I want to start out by just having you come up with like ten different melodies <laughs> so I can pick a main theme. Oh and I'm always like, yeah, that's not gonna work, but I'm gonna do it anyway. It's like a team building exercise just oh, to humor you. Yeah, exactly. And then I inevitably will scrap every idea, including the one that they picked out, and I'll be like, Nope. Holy mine. crap. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that's like even if they do pick one, they're really adamant. They're like, I want that as a main theme. I'm like, okay, buddy, pat, 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 it's 
you will. And then, like, <laughs> they'll finally get the first finished piece. And they're like, oh, my God, this is way better than anything we picked. I'm like, yeah, it's because I deleted all those ideas. <laughs> it's because we, we, like, forced them out. <laughs> like, right, they weren't yeah. good. Totally. But, yeah, forcing it is a bad idea. And the way, like, how long it takes to make something, there's really not a specific time frame right you know sometimes sometimes for me one minute of completed audio can take 10 hours wow you know for just a minute yeah case in point odyssey i was so meticulous with that it took me almost two years to finish that that is crazy i i think i sent you a piece earlier Mm -hmm. it's 11 minutes long i wrote it in two days oh did you really wow yeah written in yeah it's completely done two days that's it so there's no real like whatever like uh like he said, it's it's all about your mood at the time, whatever. Right. If something's working, you just have to keep going with it. And we're totally going to feature that piece you sent in the podcast. Like, I'm going to add it just so you guys know you're not going to be able to hear it now. But you will hear the final <laughs> thing. Sweet. <laughs> cool. Um, there's a there's a bomb-ass flute solo. Oh, You'll never hear that phrase oh, again. <laughs> was that, You'll was never that you hear that flute? In, with a straight face. <laughs> That's, that's what I played in band. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah, it was a flute. Oh, that's cool. I suck though. I love I love flute. That's it's, awesome. I'm I want to I want to use it more. I haven't used it enough in my work, but that's yeah. pretty awesome. Wow. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess uh we could probably like start wrapping it up now, huh? We haven't for an hour and a yeah. half, dude. We're totally yeah. taking your life away from me right now. <laughs> but like seriously, like come back anytime if you. I know you don't have a lot of time, but if we can carve out some time. I have so many more questions. We're probably talking for like five hours if we stay on this podcast. <laughs> hey, for real. I mean, if you want yeah. to do this again, I'm cool with that. It's it's a lot of fun. I can't believe it's already been over an hour. It doesn't, I know. Yeah. I feel like I just woke up. That's and awesome. <laughs> got on the mic. No, that's good. We I'm just glad. started talking, but yeah, it's, it's, you guys always, are awesome, man. It's always nice to hear when like your guests are like, "Yeah, I didn't even feel the time." And they're like, "Oh god, are you done yet? You done talking?" <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. I I haven't finished my cup of coffee. Like what? that's insane. <laughs> Yeah, oh, yeah, man. that's insane. Usually, I've gone through six by now. Oh my so. gosh, dude, that's like a huge compliment. Thank you. That means so much. <laughs> that's like the highest, highest regard. I didn't even finish my coffee. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> We're gonna go around. Do you know Michael Noble didn't finish his coffee during our interview? <laughs> and he All shit snaps. on Hans Zimmer for an hour. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be like our selling point to get sponsors, right? right. Michael Noble didn't finish his coffee. I, I don't, I don't have a, I don't have a tweet, I don't have a Twitter. But if you all do, you should, you should add him. Be like, dude, yes. At, at Hans Zimmer, love you, buddy. But we made fun of you anyway. <laughs> but no, for real, I. This is, this has been awesome. I'm, I'm really glad to have been on here. Thanks for, thanks for having me, dude. Yeah, like, thank you for wanting to be on. Great, seriously. I would love to do this again if you all want. Oh heck awesome. yeah, I'm down for it. Seriously, yeah. You, just you let me know, like. I'm I'm pretty good. I'm pretty flexible about making time. Okay, you kind of yeah. have to be, right? You yeah. Know, when you do this, so like, if you have a day that you just want to do this, like, you can just send it to me, and I'll be like, yeah, I'll figure it out. Yeah, perfect. Okay, awesome. Yeah. We have like an unofficial addition to the Epic Bruce fam right here. Nice. nice. <laughs> All right. I guess we're gonna go. It, yeah. No. Thank you, though. Seriously, it really means a lot. Um. Yeah. I guess we're gonna go with our quick fire, and then the one very last yeah. question we ask everyone. You do like what? Maybe three? three? Yeah, yeah. like three each. Okay. We're vibing. Here we go. All right. All right. Um, favorite place to eat in Louisville? Eat in Louisville? Uh, yeah. Well, it's not really a restaurant, but Heine Brothers. You okay. know, it's a it's a little local coffee shop. Oh, cool. Really good pastries. Nice. You know, love it. Give us <laughs> give me free stuff, Heine Brothers. I know, right? Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> best, seriously, though, like, best coffee I've had 
in most cities. That's awesome. You know, and I've been, and I've been to Seattle. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really, it's really good. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's your favorite dessert? Favorite dessert? Cheesecake. Cheese? Oh, God. Mm. Nice. That's, that's, a, that's, that's, a yeah. good, that's a good choice. All right. Quick. Um, favorite curse word? Curse word? Oh, fuck. I mean, <laughs> dude, it's, I, I use fuck like a comma. <laughs> dude, fuck you has know, been I, really. I, I literally replace commas sometimes with just fucking, you know. <laughs> Okay. Um, Dream vacation destination. Now you all are being robots. I can't hear you all. Oh, no. Really? Weird. How about that? Oh, wait. There you are. Okay. Okay. Never mind. Try again, James. Psych. Dream vacation destination. Oh, God. That's hard. Uh, (laughs) Really? Anywhere that I've had clients? Like, I've never been to Canada, and I want to go up there (laughs) just anywhere (laughs) to Canadian land. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'm working with people in Switzerland and in Poland. I want to go there. That's awesome. That's cool. I, I want to try and keep it to places that I know people, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I'm not going to go there. Like, right. just be confused. This would be me and my girlfriend. Like, okay, now what do we do? That's pretty mountain. <laughs> right. But no, Same. like Japan would be awesome. That would be cool. But yeah. yeah, Australia. I've got friends in Australia. That would be awesome. So yeah, the yeah. few of them. Nice. Yeah. All right. Um, can't really, I can't really peg down a a dream one though just a tour of them would be of all of them at once would <laughs> be my dream, dream vacation <laughs> just to tour them all yeah <laughs> yeah just like over the course of two months just like travel to all those places yeah that'd be awesome <laughs> like a biplane just... one day you're gonna make that big check and you're gonna do it <laughs> yeah seriously <laughs> see you guys heck yeah <laughs> he's like everybody's who who are those losers oh my god why are they even on there no it's kidding um <laughs> all right favorite cartoon as a kid Oh my god! Oof, that's hard. I know there's so many. Uh, man, <laughs> I want to say Captain Kangaroo for the joke of it, <laughs> even though that wasn't, even though that was before my time. But like, <laughs> just for the meme, Ca- Captain Kangaroo. But for real, look at yeah. uh, Transformers, man. Oh, that was. Nice. I watched that like every day. Yeah, Transformers definitely. That's why I can't help but not. That's why I like love hate the new ones. Right. I love them because it's my childhood, but I hate yeah. them because Michael Bain is is insane. <laughs> it's so true. But... Oh my gosh! If if you're a fan of Thundercats, don't don't look up what they did to the new. Oh no! I, I saw terrible. I was, oh my god! Con- I was very confused. I was like, "The hell is this? What the hell is going on in cartoon world right now?" It used to be so clunky and awkward and uh, lovable, yeah. and now it's like it's sleek. And I don't like it, and it's cute, and I don't like it. I don't like it either. It's, it's the animation's gonna be smooth, and I don't like it. It's overkill on like the worst yeah. parts. Like what is? And everything yeah. looks the same now. Make, oh. It's Thundercats. The animation has to be like twelve frames per second. Of course, you know. Yeah. <laughs> like muddy the picture a little bit. Come on. If we to have like we big, want that and like that big was... thighs and big you know biceps and stuff, yeah. we want that. Yeah. Yeah. Like that was lovable about it. It was awesome. <laughs> Bad audio. Like bring that back. Exactly, we, dude. For real, not. <laughs> being not being sarcastic i'm serious bring it back and like recycled animation they use the same thing for like different scenes yes, you know? yes. with just a pink background yeah exactly. and like you just make it move a little bit like yes. 
it was endearing it was bad it was bad in the most endearing way right i miss all that stuff man Man. yeah for real i'm all sad again damn it (laughs) (laughs) killing dreams (laughs) okay if you could choose a superpower what would it be Ooh. Mm. Uh, I would I want to say time travel, but I don't know. I don't want to think about I don't want to make my head spin about paradoxes, so <laughs> I don't want to I don't want to pick time travel. That makes sense. I would say I would say stopping time. How's that? Oh, wow. Mm. That'd be cool. Yeah. Because then you, then you could just stop time and like you know, if a crime's going on across the world, just be like, click, see you guys in 28 hours. <laughs> Don't go anywhere, That's bitches. <laughs> that would be awesome, yeah. Bitches. Yeah. You gotta end with bitches every time. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Remind me of Scary Terry. Aw, bitch. Scary Terry, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not in the house. <laughs> Out there, not in here. <laughs> so good oh yes all right you have the ultimate the question final there. question yeah. all right so the ultimate question is can unicorns fly why or why not can unicorns fly mm-hmm. <laughs> i don't know i like, mean if they're mad they, they don't have wings you know okay but like if they're magical why the hell can't they oh my Oh snap! Ugh. I mean, but <laughs> that is true. I don't. I don't know. Has anyone seen it? Like, well, I mean, what do you tree, think? If though? a tree falls, if a tree, if a tree falls in the woods, does it kill a unicorn? <laughs> like no one knows. I don't think you know? so. Because like unicorns can teleport too. I think so. They would just sense it and then teleport. And like poop rainbows. And, yeah. I don't know. It's just no mm. one's seen it. Like so, we know they can walk, but yeah. we don't know if they can fly. <laughs> So would you lean more like, to the no or the yes in this in this case? I would, I would lean more towards a, let's capture one and study it. <laughs> so that's like a middle ground. <laughs> He's like, I'm not saying yes or no. I know. Oh man, this is like our first stalemate ever. I know, right? Jeez, <laughs> we gotta pick a side. Come and he on. has a good reason too. <laughs> I know. What the heck? <laughs> Fine, I guess we gotta go capture a unicorn. <laughs> go capture. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, if they're like I said, if they're magical, I think they they should. Okay, well, that's if more they, today, yes. I, they it should be able to. <laughs> I got it. Should I don't think it would fly. I think it would float. How's that? That I think it's like I think it can just float around like it just <laughs> becomes a big ball. It just that pops up so like a puppet. It's like a fat ass horse just. <laughs> Like what do you say? Oh, like l- lumbering around. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. That sounds awful. <laughs> I don't know why I'm like when you said that, like I think of Metroid, like Samus turns into the ball and rolls around, but yeah. Yeah, totally yeah, different. but like with little horse legs on the <laughs> yeah. side. Well see, when, when we're talking about finding oh and god. capturing a unicorn, it made me think of Despicable Me Three. I gotta finish it, but I did see Agnes like found some guy at a bar that had a unicorn horn, and he told her how to find one. So, just saying. Oh, well. Oh. I think that just like <laughs> well sealed our argument right there. You know. Yeah, so we need to finish, the, finish doc- the movie. We need to finish the documentary. <laughs> I mean. By the the great documentary network of. Right? Uh, what's the Illum- Illumination Documentary Series? Yes. Yeah. I mean. Jeez. Agnes says they're cute and fluffy. 
Well, okay. so I'm guessing this is a yes. Thing. <laughs> he thinks they can fly, so we'll go with that. That means I'm up one. Amazing. So, Michael, tell people where they can find you on the social medias and the band camps. And... Well, literally all of it is just Michael Noble music. Um, for Bandcamp, it's just bandcamp.com. Dot, or, pff, I'm stupid. Bandcamp.michaelnoble.com. <laughs> Um, I haven't I haven't updated my domain, so eventually it'll be just michaelnoble.org again. But I gotta nice. I gotta fix that. I'm just haven't gotten around to it. Yeah, but yeah. Instagram Michael Noble Music, Facebook Michael Noble Music. That's pretty much all I have. I need to make a Twitter. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> I've been meaning to do that, but <laughs> yeah. yeah, that that'll be the same thing. Michael Noble Music. <laughs> yeah, nice. smart. Make it all the same. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, I don't want people to have to search too hard. Right, yeah, because people are lazy these days. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. in general. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hans Zimmer, you bastard. <laughs> and, and, I'll, I mean, I'll forget what what they all are, too. <laughs> lazy Hans Zimmer. No. Honestly. <laughs> Doesn't even want to search. Right? How hypocrit- Someone's going to be like, how hypocritical. <laughs> he just makes all his social media the same. Exactly. <laughs> Critiques Hans Zimmer. Being repetitive. Jeez, come on, man. No. Oh, but thank man. you for being on our show. This is awesome. Definitely come back and we'll definitely schedule you again, which would be fun. So, yeah. Um, really appreciate it, guys. This is, I mean, I'm lucked out that you all wanted to have me. I'm <laughs> super excited. This was fun. Dude, heck yeah. Anytime. Seriously. I'm not just saying that. Come back tomorrow or next week, <laughs> whenever you want to come back. We could totally do this again. So, yeah. That's um, awesome, man. All right, well, cool. I hope, you're, hope, you're, uh, hope your viewers enjoy. Yeah, of course. I don't see why they wouldn't. Hell yeah. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, what do you have going on for us every weekend, though? Just doing more work stuff or taking some time off? Yeah. yeah. With, right. with the game coming out Friday, I'm literally, from now on, I switched my sleep, sc- uh, sleep cycle up for today. Oh, wow. So I slept last night so I could do the podcast. But nice. I'm going to take a nap, and then I'm going to be staying up every night up until Friday. Holy that's why his so. alarm was set for one something yeah, in the afternoon. That's why. Oh man. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. My my sleep schedule usually involves going to sleep at like nine o'clock and waking up at one and then working and then repeat and rinse and repeat. Like in the future, though, if you need to do a different time, like podcast wise, we're totally open. Yeah, so we're no problem. You know, later. Oh, no. Whatever. It's Me too. Fun. I don't. I don't care at all. This okay. is fine. I'm. I'm not like. Yeah, I don't need a particular time, honestly. Okay, sweet. Awesome, dude. Well, enjoy the rest of your weekend. And, um, you know, good luck with the whole, like, being productive and getting sleep and eating <laughs> and stuff like that. Yeah, hopefully, yeah. Thanks, guys. For yeah. real, it's no, been fun. You. It's good meeting you, too. Yeah, yeah you too. Yeah, you too. Well, thank you. Well. And just, just remember what I said about the Family Guy Paul Simon thing. Oh, my God. You, you have oh to watch God. that and tell us what you think about the episode. Please. Oh my god, I'm gonna I'm gonna watch it as soon as we get off. You know I'm, that. I'm gonna look for the episode. And <laughs> I send can't. It to you. It's, it's it's just gonna bug me. Yeah, you have to check it out and let me know what you think. Watch. I bet you'll love it. He probably, probably. will. I, I I like I love terrible things. Right? How can you not? Like, especially. Music. I mean, I watched I watched Samurai Cop for the fun of it. I need like, to watch I Samurai Cop. Bad things. Oh my god, I need to watch Samurai Cop. Is it really like enjoyable in a bad way? Oh, it's it's horrible. Okay. It's great. <laughs> it's one of the, it's the worst thing I've seen in a long time. It's... Besides, watch Samurai Cop and the movie Frogs. Those two are must sees. Okay, life changing. Horrible Frogs, don't but great. It. Okay. Have you seen The Room? 
Oh my god. Hi, Mark. <laughs> you ready? Oh, hi. <laughs> oh my god. I was telling Jamie she needs to watch that. Jamie needs to watch the room. Okay, okay. You need to. You need to watch it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. We'll do. All right. Cool. Cool. All right. Well, thank you again, and we'll we'll be in touch definitely. And if you need anything from us promotion wise, let us know. We'll definitely you know help out in any way yeah. we can. You all too, man. Cool. Thank you so much. All right. See you guys. All right. Take care. Bye.